I'm Ray. You're listening to Insert Quest here. And today's quest is Oracle. Uh, my pronouns today are they, them. Uh, we're going to be playing with two travelers uh, today. Um, and in a moment, we're going to begin uh, our foretelling of events. But why don't we start with an introduction? Hi, I'm Ro. Anna. <laughs> and your pronouns are? Uh, she, her. <laughs> there was a lot of facial expressions there. Smooth. Uh, I'm Kat, or Caitlin, and my pronouns are she, her. Wonderful. <laughs> Our travellers enter the tent filled with smoke and feathers. Uh, The tent is set up in a square near the edge of town. It's a town that you know well. Uh, This square, less so. It's a place you've been told not to visit. That dangers lurk there, that unsavory people can be found there, but for whatever reason, you've been drawn here and you've chosen to enter the tent. Will each of you please choose one card from each row that you feel best represents who your traveller is? You can go first. You will know the right card because it'll speak to you. Hello. take this one because the other ones are more confusing. (laughs) As you enter this smoky tent, before you sits the oracle surrounded by their elements. Although I suppose your oracle is standing. Well, rise. Uh, Before you stands the oracle, uh, pacing, um, looking at the cards in the hand. Uh, It's clear to them that you are here seeking to know your future. There is some quest that bids you to distant lands, lands shrouded in mystery. You begin here in this town and where you will find what you seek, what you seek rather, lays yet unknown. Travelers, I wish to know how it is you came to be in this town A town that welcomes outsiders, but does not necessarily embrace them. And what it is that you seek to encounter at your journey's end. Um, 
Well, I got here on by hitching a ride on the back of a farmer's cart mm-hmm. because it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Tra- a way, it's a cheap way to travel. Uh, and I'm looking for fortune and adventure. Wonderful. And what is your soul and class? Uh, my class is the priest, the ability to hear or be heard by spirits, gods, or mortal folk, and the soul, that which resists an existence of suffering with naive hope and bullish defiance. Hmm. And what brings you to this town? I rode here on a noble steed. Mm. <laughs> Better than an ignoble steed. <laughs> oh, your farmer's car, but carts are fine. I'm okay. sure it was drawn by two noble steeds itself. Well, or cows. 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 <laughs> cows can be noble. Noble steer. <laughs> noble steer. <laughs> they've, they've got good steering. <laughs> uh, and what do you seek? Uh, and I seek to find true love. Hmm. Interesting. Aww. And do you think your soul and class will help you in this matter? What is it that you have brought by force of your character? <laughs> uh, my soul... my class, sorry, is the broker uh, has the ability to provide supplies needed in hand Ah. and my soul is the chimera of the noble and the beastly, ruled by fear and love love (sighs) love interesting soul hmm hmm I think that you will have quite an interesting quest ahead of you to try and find adventure and riches. Yes. And true love. Uh, hmm. Well, important tasks to be sure. To help you, I think you will have some other advantages. Yes. Some talents unique to you alone. Pick one of these, anyone, and then tell us aloud what you have chosen. And of course there's one left over. Which actually probably means... Nope. I don't know why there's one left over. Reading. 
can see that you're both ones to agonize over choice. Me? No. Never. Indecision may be a hindrance on your journey, but mm. we won't know until we read the cards. So for now, choose wisely and take your time. Chosen. Um, do you say it lycanthropic or lycanthropic? Lycanthropic. You're the linguist. Yeah, look, I read rather than speaking. <laughs> so you change it to some kind of creature. Yes. Creature. Creature. Yes. <laughs> And what about our cup? Uh, silver tongue to manipulate folks with words and feelings. Mm, mm. Interesting. Mm. Those are interesting talents, to be sure. They will serve you well, I hope. As well as your souls, your talents, and your classes. You also have artifacts of great power to help you on your way. Choose one each. Properly do the reading. I will have to remove my footwear. <laughs> Fair and valid. Impossible to divine the future unless you have a grounded connection to the earth. Well, I have some bad news for you about the ground. Shh, we're in a town square in a tent. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. I've already had the ancient term stolen from me. <laughs> You've been burned before. I have. Coin, what have you chosen for yourself? I have chosen the bottle, a simple vessel filled with a valuable fluid. What does this vessel, hmm, 
better question. Mm-hmm. How does your bottle stand out from any other you've seen before? Pretty. <laughs> it can be as detailed or as simple as you like. is a almost looks like a uh, flask mm-hmm. with uh, silver engravings around the edges but there's something unflask like about it yes that is an adequate response. And what does the beast that you change into look like? Or, better yet, does it go by a name? If describing it is a thing you do not wish to do yet. Does it bear your name or another? creature to a panther but a deep red color mm-hmm. and with a tail too long for its body fearsome cup what ha- what artifact have you chosen for yourself the sturdy blade the strength of steel and the bite of skill Silver-tongued and sturdy-bladed. Sturdy-bladed? Sturdy-bladed. How can you tell your sturdy sword or blade from another? And is there anything that stands out about it? Uh, I mean, mine is as finely wrought and silver as the honeyed words that I'm able to speak. Mm. And just as sharp as the quick wit of a... Insult or something. I lost that. <laughs> the end there. And silver tongue is out of practice. <laughs> well, unlike my blade. All, all, all metals slow when cooled. So, mm. well, excellent. Do our travellers have a name, or shall I just refer to you as Cup and Coin? I am red. Mm. Okay. Um, Marigold. Marigold. Yep. Excellent. Now, we can begin the reading proper. So, 
you set out from this town searching for fortune, Mm. true love, and adventure. (laughs) You go. Sorry. It's all good. That's going to protect you. No. It will offer very little protection in... The adventure zone. The sea? <laughs> We're not, I've never been to the sea. So you head out from the town to cross the sea. Weather, waves, and what's beneath conspire against your worthy vessel. Have either of you travelled across the sea before? Nope. Too poor. Boats are expensive. I'm sorry, ships. <laughs> Red? I've taken short trips by ship, but nothing extensive. Mm. Is this likely to be a long voyage, you think? Yes. Mm. Fate shall see. And hopefully, we'll be able to tell. It can be... He can be heard by spirits, gods, or mortal folk while humming on the boat. <laughs> Do you think, Marigold, that if you were in this situation, or rather, to put it more accurately, should this situation come to pass, do you think you would be singing or humming? Yes. I can tell that the sailors would sing along with you. They'd ask ask you to teach them the song that you're singing. Rather than have you make up a song on the spot, because I'm not that cruel. Oh, I do like <laughs> Why don't you tell us what the content and themes of uh, the song evoke? Um, so the, the sense of being evoked is... Um, the the beginning of it is like the the ripple and play of sunlight through shallow water, um, dancing on the on the sea foam tossed near the shore, and then it sort of moves out as the boat goes away from the water into the sense of insignificance of a single man against the vastness of ocean Mm. the sky and the sea seeming to meet and no land around for as far as the eye can see before ending in the deep depths of the ocean where all the mysteries lie a very fitting song too as the sea begins to turn uh, as as your song uh, draws to a close the sailors start singing a tale uh, of their own Red, why do you find their song unsettling? Uh, It is a song about Never returning to land 
I can see why that might disquiet a creature such as yourself. As the sea uh, begins to churn and grow displeased, uh, which of you is the first? Oh, all the smoke in the tent. I don't know why I burn it. It agitates my sciences. Which of you is the first uh, to slip as the waves crash over the sides of the boat? Probably this guy, because Red's been on a boat before. So you slip first? Yes. Okay. I've never been on a boat before. I turn into a cat before I slip. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you cling to the board. Uh, Stress cat noises. What does it look like, Red, when you transition between your dualities? Is it quick? Is it slow? Is it horrific? Is it beautiful? very quick it's almost like you look away for half a second you blink and suddenly uh i'm not the same mm, blink and you'll miss it <laughs> so we see marigold slip <laughs> uh, and begin to slide across the deck as the boat starts, the ship starts to tip. Uh, suddenly, the deck isn't a floor, but a wall. And you are falling towards a railing Ew. and the ocean. And I think. I'm going to need to see how you will overcome this challenge. So, I'm going to see what perils uh, this situation might hold. Uh, Great failure is a potential element. If I do anything, it's great. A near miss. Failure and disablement. I think three will do for now. I'll put these at the bottom. So, Marigold, Mm. are you doing anything to try and overcome the danger presented? I am, yes. I'm going to try and, if I'm on my back, I'm going to try and spin over and try and hook my sword into the deck deck mm. of the boat to try and sort of uh, stop falling or slow the fall. Sure. And what do you offer as justification that you would be able to succeed? My blade? Of course. I will accept your sturdy blade. 
and also I'm going to uh, offer my soul uh, because I'm resisting suffering with a naive hope that I'll be able to stop my fall. I would say this is a naive hope. <laughs> so that's two to three. Yes. Uh, do you have anything else to offer? Not that fit in the situation, I don't think. Red, do you think that should this situation come to pass, you would attempt to help Marigold? <laughs> or would you be too concerned with your own safety? I think with my confidence in my uh, balance, thanks to my form, mm-hmm. I would think it is a safer option to help. Okay. We're adding the discord card because you intend to help and there's the potential that miscommunication could Mm -hmm. cause havoc. Uh, And what are you offering up as potential Uh, salvation? My... Lycanthropy? My lycanthropy. Of course. Anything else? I don't think in this situation. You don't think your soul is helping you? Is your soul what is your soul? Uh, the chimera of the noble and the beastly ruled by fear and love. Tis a noble rescue. Okay. I'll yep. <laughs> Look, you're not likely to lose your soul in this <laughs> one, because I haven't got disabled but or disabled. I will be <laughs> million percent none. So, <laughs> we shall see what fate holds. Break a leg, literally. This will be interesting because we've not—I've not done it with this many cards yet. So you choose Marigold. Our cup. Lycanthropic. Wonderful. So you do manage to uh, spin around. Your sword doesn't catch the deck, but a large red panther grabs you and secures you from uh, falling to your death. A soldier. Thank you. Uh, Discord comes back to here. We put these aside. And come here. I will cling to the red panther in 
gratitude and concern at the steep deck. So, your ship almost topples over into the ocean. Uh, the sailors are trying to wrestle it back and keep it from flipping. Uh, you're not quite out of the storm yet. What are you going to do now? How will you help uh, this journey continue? Uh, my character is going to start praying mm-hmm. to the gods of the sea mm-hmm. to uh, quell their rage and wrong deck protect us from toppling alright and what do you offer up uh, I offer up my class mm-hmm. with the ability to hear or be heard by spirits, gods or mortal folk what is the name of the creature you're hoping to be heard by? Uh, I was just aiming for gods of the sea. Does what gods of the sea do you know by name? Fish. <laughs> of course, the great Lord Fish. <laughs> do you offer anything else up? Uh, fish that he might change fish? fate. Well, that they might change fate um, in your favour. I'm going to use silver tongued <laughs> to try and manipulate <laughs> fish with words and feelings. Mm. Can I help in this? Uh, it's two to two at the moment. Do you wish to? Yes. <laughs> All right. Great Lord Fish, have pity upon a first We're time adding sailor. So, to be clear, the approach at the moment is beseeching the gods to protect your vessel from yes. the storm. So, how do you help with that? Uh, I would like to offer up some of the liquid from my bottle to the god. Fish. To the god fish. <laughs> what does offering the god fish your fluid look like? <laughs> it's just chum. <laughs> uh, what do you do in offering? Well, I uncap the flask and I offer a drink to the sea. <laughs> One for the road. I offer a drink to myself. Mm-hmm. I offer another drink to the sea. Mm. You apply the sea with liquor. <laughs> sea loves liquor. Do you see any effect on the waves as you pour the liquid in? Does the sea change colour? Does it bubble? Does nothing happen? Does it darken? Um, the sea... Keep in mind, no is an acceptable answer. (laughs) Um, You know how... mm, when there's a storm, the mm-hmm. ocean is almost dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the liquid hits, it almost seems to clear. Mm. 
Mm. The liquid seems your your bottle seems to hold some kind of purifying essence. Fluid. Uh, and is there anything else that you offer up besides your bottle? Um, I don't know if my class would be appropriate there. Um, not so far. Um, what does your class allow you to do? Provide supplies needed in hand. What supplies do you think might be needed to beseech fish? <laughs> fish food. <laughs> Remember that you're trying to implore the god fish to help you. Yes, fish likes to eat. Yeah, it's fish just, food. I don't know. I feel like there's an energy of derision directed at the god fish. No, the no, no. Worship. And respect. At the moment, our ratio is one to one. We have a 50 50 oh chance. God. Um, great Lord Fish. 50 50 isn't bad. That's pretty good. It's good. But. Uh, I will also, uh, in addition to the purifying liquid offer uh, some some meat that I had Mm. in stock for the trip uh, to take that instead of us Ah, please take this food into your mysteries excellent Now, we shall see what fate holds. Fish be kind. Mm. Fish be true. Where did you first hear Fish's name, Marigold? Uh, in a, an inland tavern. Uh, there was an old sail, sailor who, after being wrecked, uh, deserted the sea in fear and spoke of Fish's anger. Well, so Fish is an angry god. Look, he can be. Interesting. Well, hopefully, you can supplant Fish's rage. So Fish is angry and capricious at times. Because you're leading this task, you get to pick. I think we see the sea foam in delight at the strange blessing you offer it. That's good. Uh, Wonderful. Put those aside. The storm doesn't clear, but it does seem to open a way, a gate. And ahead of you is a path that you see leading somewhere. Shall we see where it leads you? Yes. As you 
cross out through the storm and past its dangerous curtains. You come to a sort of strange glimmering part of the sea. It almost seems like rather than the sun shining from the sky, it feels like the sun is shining up through the sea. Sailors seem happy and excited. They're singing a tune of celebration. They all celebrate uh, their good fortune that they had Marigold and Red on board to beseech the godfish known for their rage to give them safe passage. And they mourn for the other vessels that were no doubt lost. But mostly they celebrate because life is for the living. Uh, But lurking beneath the waves under this golden glimmering light is a darkness a creature of an unholy nature abhorrent to most abhorrent? folk don't like it (laughs) you can see this thing rising up uh, through the waters Uh, it is a wretched thing an amalgamation of carrion it seems to be almost insect like some kind of sea bug but bristling out of it are splinters of bone rupturing through its chitinous flesh. It bursts forth from the sea to menace you. And it seems interested in your vessel. Its claws are mismatched and its eyes are alien and void of a soul. The sailors all drop to their knees uh, in terror. Uh, What do the two of you do? I ready my blade. You ready your blade? Mm. This thing seems to swim closer to your ship. It almost encircles it. Its behavior seems, well, I say encircles, it more places its claws either side of you. And you see it start to move the waves like a cat playing with a mouse. It might Think of you as entertainment before a meal. 
does any of its claws get close enough to where I can stab it? I think so, as they sort of push the ship aside and your ship sort of sloshes across the waves, smacking into its other claw, and then it pushes the ship back the other way. Can I tell from my uh, kinship with an animal playing with its food Mm. whether this definitely seems like it's intent or if it is just play hmm look I think that sounds like a hand to me you're attempting to understand this creature um Yeah, I'm happy with those three. So we have three options so far. So you're attempting to understand it, and you bring what to the floor of understanding? My... Lycanthropic nature. Wow. (laughs) It's like I can see the future. (laughs) You're a very talented oracle. Very talented. Huge tracks of talent. Also, my soul. Hmm, I would agree. Your soul does help. So, two to three at the moment. Not the worst odds. Marigold, do you wish to help? Um. Wish? Yes. would like to help. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of how. It's perfectly alright if you don't think you're capable. Um, I am going to try to help with my soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the description of this creature doesn't seem to be one of uh, ease and uh, serenity and tranquility. Um, and my soul is that which resists an existence of suffering. This creature with its splinters of bone and everything does seem like suffering and a defiance of its playful nature. I will happily accept your soul. And now that you have staken this, I will add the discord card. So our ratio of success stays the same. (laughs) Look, I don't know that me talking to it will help you understand, but I can try. You might be able to. Um, Also, the class. uh, To hear or be heard by gods or mortal folk to try and listen to its nature or listen to if the noises it's making are actually... To hear or be heard, not to listen. You speak... to hear them. Oh, right, yes. right, right. To be... He- yes, yes, yes. Excellent point. I misunderstood. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Wonderful. The balance tips to 50-50. Take those odds. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Great Lord Fish. Protect us. Is this, in fact, fish? It could be fish. And you're only listening to the creature? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because we're trying to understand its nature, I'll try talking to it. Like once we have an idea of this manner of amalgamate, whether it's flight or flight. Mm. Mm. If it's flight, I'll talk. If it's fight, I'll show it my stabs. action you get to draw nice your soul so you can understand that this creature means to eat you after it has been entertained no that's your soul Kind of two souls. I mean, look. Damn. It's really looking forward to failure <laughs> with separation or success with warning. Both very good cuts. So it does mean to eat us. It does mean to eat you after it is done playing with you. Um. In which case, I would like to uh, shout when it starts to play, I say thee nay, and show it my stabs in one of its hands. Excellent. To try and dissuade it that this is not a game, nor are we eats. <laughs> we are not worth the trouble. Success with injury, failure and a warning, failure and an injury, and plus peril when you try to make it think. Well... Failure and dispossession. Because I feel like your sword could get stuck in it. Okay. So, we have four perils. And you're offering up your sword. Uh, yep, the sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, silver tongue, because I'm trying to manipulate it to leave us alone. 100%. Uh, class, because I want to be heard by this creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, a spirit, a god, or a mortal folk? Actually... Now, we didn't actually run into this last time, because it never came up. But, you might have noticed that there's a deck of cards we haven't touched, which are the nope. additional... Well, you now have now, because I've pointed them out. The promise cards. The promise cards. If a card in play is marked plus... Promise. Which my sturdy bleeds. Yes. When you engage foes in combat face to face, add a promise card. Um, or rather, I must add a promise card. Um, at the end of this uh, hand, that card will be returned to the deck. Uh, so we add a extra potential success. We are at 50-50. I'm also going to offer my soul because I feel like this is bullish defiance. I will accept your soul. <laughs> Excellent. You. I'm top decking, guys. You have tipped <laughs> the scale. For sure. 
it'll be interesting to I say they know. It'll interest be interesting to see whether your desire for adventure helps you mm. in this situation or gets you eaten. I feel like Marigold has this. Mm. I will try. I'll put my trust in Marigold as I hide behind a barrel. Barrel. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, it's gonna eat us. I'm used to being Ears the one doing back. the eating. <laughs> <laughs> turn into my panther form just to put my ears back. Yeah. So I resist! I was really hoping that you'd get one of these. You were actually one card away if you'd gone one to the left. I solved it. I'll show myself out. Look, that's mm. better than all your portmanteaus. <laughs> Excellent. So, you manage to cut down the creature. Where do you vitally wound it that allows you enough time to escape? Um, I mean, you were saying it was quite large and sort of encircling us. Huge. Um, I was going for one of the hands that was trying to rock the boat. Yep, it's sippy-sippers. Um, and I would like to pierce its hand and maybe manage to nick or sever a tendon or something to make the hand less of a threat. You injure its hand enough that it wishes to have nothing more to do with you. Yeah, and it no, flees into the depths. And on... You travel <gasps> across the ocean. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Night comes. The sailors are still talking about your bravery, your cunning, and your divine ear. The, the opportunities uh, that you present as a member of their crew delight them. One of the sailors comes up to you, Red. Uh, they're a large woman. Uh, they have a few scars. Uh, burly uh, tattooed uh, up and down their arms are images of birds uh, and written in symbols you don't quite understand across her knuckles is some kind of text it's very small lettering um, suggests perhaps it's a paragraph of text. It's an odd place to have it written. Um, as she 
proffers a hand out towards you, you see that it encircles the finger rather than just being written across it. Um, and they offer their a hand out towards you. It was impressive what you did, so I, I wanted to thank you. Oh, uh, thank you for keeping the ship up, right? Well, yeah, you know, we're just we're paid to do that. You're passengers, and I just, you know, I feel bad that we couldn't protect you, but I'm grateful that you were here to protect us. I feel like Marigold did a lot of the work. I'm just along for the ride. They sort of looked to Marigold for a minute. It was yay, drinking, merriment, song, and laughter. Piddling away what fortunes they have on drink. Not not drinking a huge amount, but like yeah, more regaling with. Tale and song. Tales of the merriment. things you just did. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Past tales. the the epic uh, the voyage on the uh, farmer's steer drawn cart. <laughs> the great land ship. Yes, drawn by two creatures with horns and eyes that stare into your soul. Someone, I think, one of the other sailors whispers. Uh, is Marigold describing the cow? <laughs> oh, it's a great beast, clearly. <laughs> Utterly wrong, that assumption. <laughs> yeah, I think that the sailor sort of looks over at the guys at this point. Well, yeah, of course, but I don't know, it felt like maybe you deserved. Um, you never mind. <laughs> they sort of... No, no, thank you for your. Can I ask you about your tattoos? Oh, they. Oh, yeah. I suppose, of course. I mean, yeah. What did you want to know? Like well, uh, the text around here—that's very interesting. Oh, yeah. That was. Um, it's. Uh, it's a book. Uh, a whole book. Well, it's a section of a book. Uh, I didn't write it uh, or etch it. It would have. I'm not one with making words solid, you know. But um, I feel you. <laughs> my my parents they gave me my name from this book. Uh, it's the name of one of the the, the main characters. Uh, and uh, and so uh, when I, I grew up being told this story and so they used to read it to me and I once well it's a long story but I got it I, I managed to find someone who could inscribe a passage that always stuck with me uh, onto my hands uh, I still can't read it but at least I know it's there with me. Can I ask what the passage is about? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a bit long, but the gist is that it is about this woman who travels 
into the desert in the hopes of finding great knowledge and power um, and they encounter all these trials along the way uh, and, the, and the passage within the book um, like that's more what the whole book as a whole is about but the passage within the book is from towards the end um, I always remember my parents uh, would you know tell it almost like a conversation uh, and uh, the the woman meets this man at an oasis and he says to her uh, all these things challenging her ideas about what it is that she wants out of life and it ends with a bit of a fight uh, and then uh, she realises that it wasn't knowledge about the world she was looking for but knowledge about herself. And so, I don't know, that's always sort of spoken to me. We don't, you, you know, you don't travel across the ocean to learn about other cultures. You do learn about other cultures, of course. I mean, you know, you, you, you learn about other places and it's wonderful, but really you're going to those places to learn about who you are. And I guess that always sort of like resonated with me. Uh, and. I realized when I was older that that was the reason I became a sailor because I wanted to know what kind of a woman I was really inside. That's an admirable girl. Yeah. Well, you know. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> Did you find that? Well, I mean, can you ever really find it? Aren't you always learning what kind of woman you are? Really? Inside? Having notions of who you are challenged and new parts of yourself awakened? And as they say that, you notice they're standing really close to you. <laughs> um, definitely moved from the social uh, zone into the friend zone and then into the intimate zone. Uh, of personal space. They are very close to your inner sphere at the moment as they're sharing you this story and sort of holding their hand near you and sort of showing their fingers off to you. Yes, well, I have um completely forgotten what you just said <laughs> um having new things about yourself uncovered and uh, new parts of yourself awakened basically yes that can happen very suddenly red Sorry, I. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that is... I, let's, let's go with that. Red, I, mm, ah. Uh, found out a lot about myself very early on in my life when this... I change into my... They start. They <laughs> take a step back and then sort of... That's uh, wondrous. 
You're a wondrous creature. And the way they say creature, I, I mean, I, it is difficult for me to see this aspect of your past. As my eye is currently turned towards the future. So, all I can say is that she says the word creature with a softness and a kindness. Would you say that that is unusual for you to hear creature used that way? Yes, definitely. How do people normally use the word creature when they talk about your abilities? Like, I am a beast who has appeared in their midst. A thing to be feared? A thing to be feared. She doesn't seem to think that you're a thing to be feared, that's for sure. Well, I'll show her. <laughs> okay. Well, this Ooh. just got dark. This didn't get dark. It just got kinky. Very. You can't just say, I'll show her like that. It's like saying, make me. Yeah, exactly. You can't say, make me. Jeez. Um... Do you have a name? We've just been calling you Red. That is my name. Truly? Yes. <laughs> just be... How about you? I don't think I asked her name. <laughs> you have not. And the whole conversation you've had has been about her name. Her name is Frodo. Like I was going to ask about uh, about it with the story. Then I was like, did she start with her name? I can't remember. Memory of a cat. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, Jin remembers things long time. My name is Elawin. Elawin. A beautiful name for a beautiful girl. She, uh... Blusters. Blusters, yes, I think is a good word. <laughs> I think we can all see that um, in your future. And as she speaks her name and you call her beautiful, there is a strange light at the top of the mast. Because you may remember I drew a cart some time ago. <laughs> yes. Um, a a green greenish blue almost kind of a grey fire appears at the top of the mast in like a sphere uh, you suddenly notice that you can't see the stars in the sky anymore the moon which was full is gone and you hear in the distance a chittering like 
oh so many legs. And then this orb of spectral fire drops, not like a ball of light would be expected to drop to the deck, but more like a cloaked figure. And as it hits the deck, it sort of splashes and flows, and we see this grayish-green man with four arms and a transparency uh, standing on the deck, fingertips of their two lowest arms on the deck, and their two uh, higher arms sort of sweeping their cloak back as they rise from their knees. And the the arms that sweep back fold behind their back and the arms uh, that were on the ground seem to temple in front of them. Uh, And as they stand, they speak in a distant voice that sounds like the endless chittering of legs on wood and sand. Uh, I have found you at last. And they're not speaking to you. They're speaking to your sailor friend. And I think the sailors are freeze as they look over at this spectre, uh, Miracold still mid-tail. Hello! (laughs) Uh, And I think we see the, 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 the floorboard, the deck isn't burning, but rather just turning to charcoaled wood slowly as they stand there so it's as if we've skipped right over it burning to it being blackened wood and it's just spreading out from them I think we see uh, we see uh, your sailor friend sort of stumble backwards um, and they grab at your fur I guess um, and say it it's him! It's him! And they sort of put their hand towards you. Um, the one from the book. A spirit without flesh. After, after you just fought a flesh without spirit. <laughs> Which is why when I drew it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. We found the spirit that that flesh was missing. Hmm... Not quite. <laughs> I didn't go for that connection. Well, since she seems afraid. Hello! Also, the uh, ship may be burning around us, and that's probably bad. <laughs> True, it could just be a metho fire. <laughs> um, I would turn back into my human form mm-hmm. uh, 
have to take out my bottle and uh, pour out the purifying liquid onto the deck, mm. surrounding us in a circle to protect us from the in. spirit or the burning wood. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Anything else? Do you say anything as you pour this liquid out? <laughs> what do we... Do we see anything? Let's go with do you say anything as you pour it out? <laughs> Who is this and what does he want? He's, he's the, the figure, the man. He's... He's the speaker. I don't know this tale. It's not my fault you didn't listen to the last Oracle game. <laughs> didn't expect to make an Oracle metaverse, but here we are. <laughs> he sort of raises a hand, and as he does, you see, uh, so pulling one of the hands from his temple. He sort of raises the hand, and you see the uh, mast start to blacken as well. And then they pull their hands out from behind their back, uh, and there seems to be... uh, Their fingers have grown to talons uh, as you're pouring the liquid out. What are you offering to me? Well, my bottle. Of course. I forgot to pull these other artifacts away. Anything else? Um, my bottle and my soul, I think. Always a good idea to offer up your soul. (laughs) (laughs) Two to my soul to the spirit. Two to five, my favour. You know... When I finish pouring out the uh, liquid from my bottle, mm-hmm. uh, I okay. Hang on. Sure. So I finish doing the circle and then I take a drink. Mm. Big drink. Because I will need that liquid courage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then I transform into my uh, beast form, ready to protect uh, L. Mm-hmm. I think it was L. Arwen. L. Arwen. <laughs> Not 100% sure. Let's let's go with Al Arwen for now. Um, and please, in the comments, let us know how we completely forgot a name we said, like, <laughs> three minutes ago. Uh, yes, ready to either protect her from the spirit or uh, grab her and jump away. 
Castle Mayo. Nothing. Cool. Excellent. I think I also get a oh promise for my. Let's promise when you drink deeply. Promises are over here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put in bountiful success. Hmm. Excellent. So, please help. As I said, do you think? Do you think, Marigold, that you would help? Should um, this situation come to pass? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> I would uh, ready my blade. Yep, always a strong defense. Um, but seeing this confusing uh, interaction, uh, I would like to call, Hello! What? Do you want? Why are you here? Do you mind not burning our ship? We kind of need that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, please consider leaving. So, the current approach to uh, to this situation has been to ready an impossible defense, is what I have been reading this as. Yes. You have made yourself strong to the point where hopefully there's no opportunity for him to defeat you. We'll see if that holds true. Uh, so, do you feel that asking him a bunch of questions is going to help with that strategy? I am hoping to uh, distract him from committing any violence to these two. Mm. Do you think that Hmm. I'm. I think with your current approach, you are not going to help the situation. I do think that's a good idea. I don't think that's going to help the situation. So I cannot accept your silver tongue at the moment. Um. Then I will go with my class. Here, be heard by spirits, gods, or mortal folk. They are a spirit, presumably. Mm-hmm. The problem is not that whether he can hear you. The problem is the words you're saying. I mean, Marigold wasn't listening to that discussion. <laughs> mm. Is there another way you could distract him with your words rather than what you have suggested? Let me think. Very well. You have until this journey comes to pass. Mm. So take all the time you wish to ready yourself.
I'm trying to cover this because like Marigold would not have been hearing any of the Perfect story fine. and everything. So Marigold's just like, what the fuck? Um. Normally, my inclination would be to make a suggestion, but the role of the Oracle is different to the role of a GM. I also probably wouldn't have said, no, nah, that's not going to work, because it's not normally my inclination. But it does say mm. to be very discerning about what cards yeah. you'll accept. Um, so I see Red formulate this defense. Mm-hmm. You see this spooky boy. You do hear him say, uh, what did you say, I found you? Yes, I have finally found you. Um, then Marigold seeing the uh, El Arwen's general distress mm-hmm. she does not seem happy to see this fellow mm-hmm. um, and Red doesn't look terribly happy either Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, big angry cat. Um, Tail thoroughly fluffed. <laughs> instead say, drawing my sword, uh, you may have found her, but you will not take her. Excellent. What are you offering? Uh class. Sure, you can be heard by this spirit. Uh, tongue to try and manipulate with my words mm-hmm. and convince. You're attempting to intimidate this uh, spirit. And I, I'm not sure it's bullish defiance with my soul. No, I don't feel I defiance. So. And I'm not using my blade, I'm just showing it. Mm. It shows that you're ready to do violence. And it is a... And my blade! (laughs) And it is... I mean, it doesn't trigger your promise, but... No. It is a silver sword. It is. Perfect. My sword. Perfect for killing spirits and other phantasmagoria. Ah, yes. What a good word. It's such a good word. I love that word. So glad that we discovered that word. (laughs) Where did you discover it? It's in the episode of Torchwood. I found it from a game. It's a game. First time I heard it was in Torchwood. It's a good show. Uh, one of the episodes where Jack is... Uh, it's the episode where Jack is... Uh, dug... Buried. In oh. Yeah. Ancient Roman Britain. And when he gets dug up in... Uh, oh, sweet boy. In, in, like, the 1800s or something, as they're finding him some, some Torchwood... Precursor person is sort of like there seems to be some kind of phantasmagoria buried under the soil <laughs> with their wibbly wobbly timey wimey detector. <laughs> God. I think I also heard it the other day when I was watching a musical. We watched Love Never Dies yesterday, which is the sequel to Phantom of the Opera. It is not that great good. Disagree. Really? It is equally as good as Phantom of the Opera. Mm. 
I just dis- I respectfully disagree, but okay. So it is your defence. It is your opportunity to choose. The odds are definitely stacked in your favour. Just just go. Yeah. What'd you get? So Chimera of Nerva and Beastly. Excellent. My swole. My swole. My swole. So get swole. We see uh bountiful success. We see our Our creature ready in defense uh, and this spirit and its long talons lurches towards you and how does your uh, how does your bottle and the fluids kept within augment the divine power of your soul what do we see what is it about this combination of mystic beast uh, liquid uh, power and uh, and uh, chimeric soul that makes you an impossible adversary for this wraith. Uh, it is an essence of light and cleansing that, powered by. Uh, the love that I feel for the world and other people. Other people pointed looks. (laughs) Uh, That interacts to form a barrier that the dark spirit can't can't pass and it emanates out uh, with the uh, interacting with the uh, noble defense that our friend oh excellent you got to it before oh, I did uh, I was going to integrate that piece but you, you got it friend brought in uh, you know with the power of friendship power of friendship uh, the the light spreads and encompasses the ship Mm -hmm. and passes through this being Mm. and I think we see that the spirit sort of is washed away in this cleansing light of your powerful soul and the blackened wood is now almost polished white um, as it passes and night turns to day and the morning breaks 
Excellent. Discarded uh, one of the cards. Uh, and the rest of your journey continues until you arrive at a strange and ghostly port full of the spectres of salty men transporting about salty sea other otherworldly cargo ships seemingly raised from the depths you pull in you can't possibly journey on you need supplies and this is the first port you find a port of the dead um as you pull into this port a uh a a rabble of individuals approach ghosts and spectres of strange types you see some ghost cats swarm towards your boat cats. your ship and Friends. and uh, leap aboard exploring um, you I see all the ghost mice I was gonna say you see the ghosts of rats and mice that start to appear on your deck as if lingering there uh, and these individuals are bustling around there's there's men and women and uh, indeterminate individuals uh, cloaked figures splendorous figures and then out of them steps forward what you can only assume is the spectral harbour master they step up towards your ship and they say well this is a most unusual situation it has been quite some time since we had a mortal vessel arrive uh, I suppose we'll waive the normal docking fee because there's no possible way you could pay it but we will follow the rest of the procedure so what is the name of your vessel The Splashing Dolphin. Excellent. He pulls out a spectral quill and begins scribbling. Actually, you know, fuck that. He pulls out a, uh, a, a, uh, it looks like a porcupine quill. <laughs> Come here, eraser. Ugh. A porcupine quill and begins scratching into a wax tablet. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, that's a lashing a dolphin. Do you use the Greek spelling or the Roman? Roman. Hmm. Well, no accounting for taste. The dolphin. <laughs> uh, who's the captain? Of your vessel? We point at the captain. Who is the captain? It's not us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not you. 
You, this can be someone you've already met, or it can be a new person. Well, someone you've, we've already talked about, or or someone else. to be particularly splendorous. <laughs> well, that was pretty good. <laughs> Captain Entema. Entema? Entema. Wonderful. And uh, I, I, I suppose what is your destination? I think the captain steps forward and says, well, we're referring these individuals to this land. Uh, our ultimate destination is the uh, port town of Kalheimer, but it's we got turned around in the storm. Um, and we were hoping to get supplies. The scribe is making notes. The, the, the port harbour master is making notes and says, well, Supplies we have plenty of and there's people like shouting like trying to get your attention and I've got supplies Harbour Master is sort of like shooing people away and like people keep shouting and the, and the captain's trying to talk to that harbour master and then uh, the harbour master shouts out Quiet all of you I will have you rendered down <sighs> If you need supplies, I'm sure any of these individuals would be delighted to help you as they haven't been able to sell anything in millennia. But I will warn you that unfortunately your vessel must leave by sundown. If you stay any longer, I cannot vouch for your safety as the Black Guard will be returning at sunset. The Black Guard. I don't know who they are. Of course, of course you don't. Mortals. Uh, The Black Guard are... Guardians of the Black. A kind of Kerberoi. They keep what is not meant to be dead, alive, and what is meant... To be dead, dead. And you do not wish to run them afoul. If they find you here, they will be most displeased, and they are not as agreeable as I am. But but by all means, gather uh, your supplies. And he pushes through the crowd. Um, and I think uh, you all see a man you too see a man at the back of the crowd a dead man? Uh, yes but that's neither here nor there look it's just it, look, it, it's required it could have been a living man you see a man at the back of the crowd very handsome oh uh, hello 
jewels uh, impossible to find in life uh, bespectling his beard uh, robes of fine and decorative silk and embroidered uh, sash and intricately uh, carved and embossed leather boots and uh, and he seems to look into your eyes and almost beckon the two of you to come talk to him we go or at least Marigold goes Marigold, better keep her out of trouble. <laughs> Me? Trouble? Never. As you come close... Trouble is anathema. He... He... Uh, he grins at you and you see uh, teeth of precious metals. He got grills. Um, he says, Would you both care to join me for a drink? Yes. Leads you down the pier to a tavern. Um, very elaborate, fanciful tavern. The, the architecture of this place is very eclectic. Overall, this port is of many times and many places. Clearly, any port that is taken by the sea, its ghost arrives here. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and so you see... You see you know, yeah, the best port in all of Hexmouth. Uh, it's like Hexmouth was swallowed by the waves, or like uh, the great the the great carnal house of Atlantis. It's like, well, that's definitely gone, um, and things like that. Uh, and he takes you in to this tavern and pours you a drink. This is my own establishment. Uh, not one of the oldest or most venerable, but uh, I won it in a game of cards the day before I died. And I made sure it was dragged here with me. Clever. Had to haunt it for a few centuries, but I got it here eventually. Convinced the innkeeper to... Burn it down. He sort of gestures to the man behind the bar. Yeah. You know, he's been a useful servant. <clears throat> so, travelers, tell me, what is it that you seek? Fortune and adventure. Fortune and adventure. Yes. And what about you, Red? Yes, adventure's good. Excellent. Well, I have a great opportunity for adventure. You heard about the Blackguard? Yes. yes. So, the Blackguard like to keep the dead dead and the living living. Everything in its place and time. But, doesn't that seem a bit 
authoritarian. <laughs> and don't you think that there could be opportunity for great fortune should someone find a way to undermine the authority of the dear blackguard? See, I know where they keep their vessels stationed during the daytime. And I know where they patrol at night. And I know how to bypass their blockades. So, if you and your vessel would be willing to take charge of some merchandise of mine, I think we could make great economic advancements for ourselves. This seems like a trap. It does. <laughs> so, let me get this straight. Your proposal is when we leave the port mm-hmm. before nightfall. Yes. We transport some of your merchandise. Yes. Back to the mortal waters. Yes. And then sell them or do make money off them. And then sail back here and give you a share of the cut. Something to that effect. Yes. You're a very bright one, Marigold. I just wanted to clarify that we wouldn't be actually doing any open uh, action against the Blackguard, having no understanding. No, 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 no. Of course, of course, of course not. You don't want to get into a fight with the Blackguard, after all. That's, uh... That would be most unfortunate. That's how I wound up dead the first time. Uh, But not the second or third. You can die multiple times? If you manage to escape the Blackguard, you can die as many times as you like. Oh. So, I think we'll start off with a small amount of merchandise. Let's say one crate... You can see how that, uh, how that tastes. You know, wet your whistle. See what profits you can make back in the mortal realm. And then, when you have opportunity, preferably while you're still living, you come back here and we discuss future trade. The beautiful part about this is that if I engage you two, we don't need to worry about paying an entire crew. You can bring different vessels here. Mm-hmm. And that decreases your exposure to the Blackguard. Do we have a deal? And he puts his hands towards you, crossing his hands over his wrists. I feel like we need to talk about this first. Yeah, just the two of us. Do Look, we can iron out the details once we have an agreement. I feel that my companion and I need a chance to discuss these terms. I've given you the thrust of the arrangement. Yes, you have, and we would like to deliberate 
Look, this is a time-sensitive arrangement. I may have an eternity, but you have until sunset. Yes, and we wish to talk for a few minutes of that. Very well. He stands up and moves towards the bar. It's a trap. It's so a trap. It's like the biggest trap I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> if it had a sign saying, hello, I'm a trap, uh, I would not be surprised. However, due to our uh, misfortune turned fortune with the great god Fish. <laughs> and due to the lack of our navigational skills, I don't know that we would accurately be able to guide another ship back here. That is a good point. <laughs> so, we could theoretically try out this bargain and if we don't happen to get back here, we don't, don't necessarily know how to navigate. <laughs> Perils of business, I guess. But I also feel like it's a bad idea to try and rip off a shady dead person who has died multiple times and risk the wrath of the uh, forces that... Guard the living and the dead boundaries. This feels like a bad idea to me in terms of both for the rest of the crew who have helped us a lot. They have helped. And also for our future. But I know that you seek riches. We can find riches elsewhere. He's sort of drinking at the bar and he looks over towards you, waiting for you to finish your conversation. (laughs) So is a no then? I think that's a no. Do it by the books. Mm. 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 The boring way. (laughs) He's waiting. We will turn to look at him so that he can see that he should come back. He walks over, drink in hand, uh, beard jingling as he walks closer. He sits Happy down, beers. grinning with, at you with his uh, various, uh, his teeth of various metals. Uh, and uh, he puts the glass down and says, So, do we have a deal? I am afraid that we must decline. Hmm. Well, that is most unfortunate. You wish to decline. Well, fair enough. No hard feelings. He stands up and he offers his hand towards you. (laughs) 
I feel like if I shake his hand, he's going to be like, well, deal. <laughs> he stands up and he offers his hand towards you. His grin starts to harden and his mouth closes as he waits for you to take his hand. Just, uh, take, just take his hand. Yeah, Marigold will also stand mm-hmm. and no hard feelings. None at all. He takes your hand and grips it tight. I also grip it tightly. <laughs> you two are gripping each other's hands tight. And shake it. And I think this is a hand. So... <laughs> Failure and a warning. And I take your arm. Oh! You know what? Failure and a warning. I don't right. think this is particularly difficult. Failure and a warning is the is the peril that I offer up. Uh, I feel that I'm just gonna go with my soul. Yeah, I thought your soul would be a solid. You're just happy with with fifty uh, fifty. Look. Uh, it was a previous thing when I was talking and saying no isn't that silver-tongued, mm. I don't feel. Fair, fair. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't know that, like, also, hear and be heard by spirits, gods, and mortals work, and I'm not stabbing him, so... I mean, he is a spirit. Look, if you're happy to take, I'm happy to swing the odds in my favour. <laughs> I think you are making it clear that uh, you are not to be manipulated. <laughs> I believe in your strong grip You just keep shaking each other's hand Firmly (laughs) like in Ocean's Eleven I tried all kinds of lotions (laughs) Make your pull Mm. Oh my soul (laughs) Just really hoping to do failure and a warning I don't want to say something and jinx it, but we've been doing really well. (laughs) You've been stacking things in your favour. Like, 50-50 is pretty good. The previous run I had, I had some... You didn't even do that badly, the previous... uh, I lost my book in the first five minutes. And then succeeded practically every other time. (laughs) In fact, the, the, the one other time you failed, you... Uh, you you uh, succeeded with uh, a warning. Yeah, you got yeah. partial success. Yeah. Like it was like, oh, you're in a bad situation, but it oh, kind of worked. I, I know, but like, <laughs> so it's a good book. It's a good, it's a good book. You shake his hand, mm. and uh, he gets the message that he can't manipulate you. Mm. He lets you go, uh, and I th- and uh, and he beckons you to leave. The establishment if your business is done. Believe. And as you're walking out, you see a uh, a tall statue of black obsidian. Uh, kind of evocative of like a cubist knight walking towards you, halberd of obsidian in hand and it walks past and it kind it walks past you like a cold breeze I think that's oh my god uh, and it steps into this tavern 
who dodged a bullet? And as the door closes, you hear a howling wind uh, and uh, hear a burning bright spark of sound and a clash of uh, blades uh, dozens against one faltering dozens against unyielding one and we're leaving <laughs> swiftly get back to the Making boat my way downtown walking fast blackguard past walking faster <laughs> blackguard intensifies as the sun begins to fall towards the horizon we're on the boat gotta get on that boat on mm. the boat and we're leaving and you head down the river the river you head down the coast supplies at the ready Sure. And tell me, when do you know it's your time to get off? There's something that has happened, and you feel it. I can feel it. I've seen it. There is something that tells you this is where your journey has brought you. is the omen relevant to you? Birds. Mm. We're a team. I think you see birds of a flock made up of a coalition of birds. Mm. And as you're watching them, you realize that they are all of the birds on El Arwen's arms and they are flying inland and you realize that the ship must continue on its way and you must go that way and so you say your goodbyes to Captain Entema and the crew of the Splashing Dolphin <laughs> do you have any last words for them as you disembark try not to run afoul of fish <laughs> again uh, Entima, thank you for a lot of fun and for tolerating us on your ship <laughs> we love you Mary Gold we are, I love you too <laughs> sailor <laughs> hi there Hello there, Fayla Man. <laughs> In the Navy. Yeah, we like to do what we want. <laughs> we'll give offerings to fish in the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone you say goodbye to? I'd like to go and talk to Al. Mm. Alan. Have, have you. Name's Al. As you've affectionately <laughs> yep. come to know her in yep. the couple of days you've been travelling down the coast <laughs> she looks at you sort of hiding her hands but all she has to hide them behind is her hands so <laughs> she just sort of is moving them over each other so I know this may sound strange but I saw the birds 
on your arms. In the sky. <laughs> in the sky. The birds are in the, and also on your... Hmm. I feel like it is a sign that perhaps you might like to join us for a while on our Okay. Look, it's not that I would say no, but <laughs> get so I would need you to name what this is. I need you, Raymond, to explain that to me, Caitlin. Between the two. She... I need to know... Am I crew? Or something more? I... Something more. Does what I am to you have a name? I am she takes a step closer. Interested in seeing where our relationship might grow. She leans closer to you and then leans near your ear and whispers, That is enough. And she follows you off the ship. Rucksack in hand. She waves goodbye to her family of so many years um, and promises them that she will meet them again. And so, there is a thing for this. Um, if a character gains some kind of important benefit they will continue to possess, such as equipment, an ability, or a companion, uh, they draw a promise card which will stand in for that boon. Boon. <laughs> so close. <laughs> what does it say? Uh, promise. Luck is fickle, but it shines for you today. What type of uh, promise is it? Success. Cool. Because there's bountiful success, great success, and success. <gasps> It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Luck is indeed a lady. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And so you set off uh, inland uh, over uh, over some various terrain, and you the birds grow thicker in the sky. These various types, ah. um, and eventually you come to a depression in the earth. Uh, and in the middle of this depression, this now I just got the idea of sad earth in my head. Thanks, I mean, Caitlin. very well. In the middle of this weeping depression in the earth, a, 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 a rent you feel a well of sadness before you see what waits for you. A monstrous beast 
a strange creature. Uh, its form and dangers unfamiliar. It raises its hackles and growls towards you. It's bristling with quills and feathers. It has wings of a sort and a face, you suppose. (laughs) And it, when it growls at you, it's the growl of someone demanding through sadness to be left alone. That warding of not wanting someone to break your sadness. The fear that someone might brave uh, your defenses and expose your vulnerability. What do you do when you look upon this creature? We could go around. (laughs) You see the birds that you followed to get here flowing into this creature. They're roosting in it. As they draw closer, it grows larger. I feel like this is our destination. I draw my sword. Hmm. Are we going to attack it? Or are we or going to help it? We could uh, talk to it. You say sword drawn. <laughs> yes. Sword is our first answer, but not our only answer. Mm-hmm. Sword is the Stick. Word is the carrot. <laughs> okay. It seems sad. Maybe we could tell it a joke. <laughs> Miracle. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> it starts to sort of shift around. And it sort of snaps in your direction. You're at the top of a bluff and it's down in this pit. Well, not pit, but a, a depression. You're not afraid. Almost, I... almost like a mound of earth was inverted. I will follow your lead. You're the one with the words and the tongue. Thank you. Thanks. Words and the tongue. Wow. Wow. Lewd. Um, Truly a romantic soul. (laughs) So it it appears to be very sad and desolate. Uh, A colossal creature as well. I will sheathe my sword Mm. so that it can see that I am... It's always important to be protected. Yes. Uh... And I will tell it that 
so so does it sadness seem to be from like loss or just it's unclear sadness? there's not enough information to go on it does seem it almost seems like the creature is wasting away while also growing larger like it's right. growing larger and at the same time growing more unhealthy looking for whatever strange monster it is we come in peace it screeches at you and we wish to help it's sort of it lets out another screech but this kind of is more of a racking screech how may we aid you O creature and when you stumble over creature it uh, it it's, I'm not saying creature is in a bad way yeah 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 it's, it it's ragged voice sort of rises from a screech to a roar and you feel this divine wind pushing back against you You seem unwell. How may we restore you to your former self? So you're trying to show it that you sincerely wish to help it? Yes. All right, let's do a hand. That's the, 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 the journey deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm not happy with any of these. Let's cut the deck a little. Disablement, success and disablement, failure and separation. Three. Uh, I'm offering soul, class and silver tongue. Mm, You're trying, you want to be heard, you're trying to show... My hope and everything and... And you are a skilled communicator, so we're told. Yes, apparently. I feel like I might be able to uh, help in again understanding through my my soul Mm. the soul of a tortured beast the soul of So, we add Discord. I also feel like uh, Alawan might know something or Mm. be connected in some way because of the birds. Mm. Could be. 
Uh, she doesn't seem to know, but uh, she is here, at the very least. Sacrifice! <laughs> so, you have a slight shift of uh, in your favour. Anything else? No. I'm not stabbing it, so... Um? 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 If it is transforming, I might be able to better understand that transformation with your process mm. with my lycanthropy. You have been through transformations. I will, I will allow it. Is this its natural state? Or has it changed Next thing, maybe the bottle will help. Is it doing it itself? Is it out of its control? Mm-hmm. Maybe the purification of the bottle is can help uh, purify it. Cursed. It's basically cursed. I'm sorry, who is Cursed. I'm trying to say Carl. <laughs> The bird creature. <laughs> Not a bad Burb. name. Burb. Burb. I am very pro giving weird creatures normal person names. Uh-huh. Like Daryl from Hellboy. Derek. 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 Is your plan so you make the pool? Oh no. Success with disablement. Mm. I achieved my goal, but my body will never be the same. Mm. So, uh, Chimera. Well. So, you get to pull a wound. Have a wound. I'm wounded. Pull that wound. A broken rib. Mm. Mm. So. Ouch. Spear in the chest hidden there by the gods is now turned against me. As you step forward to show that you wish to help this creature, it lashes out at you. Damn. Uh, and one, and it, uh, and it strikes you with its wing to try and one of its many wings to try and throw you back. And I think <gasps> we see you fly into your two companions, and they catch you. Uh, but you feel that rib crack, and you feel the air go out of you. Uh, here you are, but it. When it sees that you don't immediately spring back to attack, it seems to settle. You see its uh, feathers and quills go flat instead of bristling. And its whimpering and heckles seem to, and uh, and screeching rather, seems to uh, die to a low whimper. I think we see it kind of nest onto the ground. I won't high five you because of your broken rib. 
like wounded or if there's some way to try and heal it as you approach the light of your souls wash over it and you see the feathers kind of shred away until at the bottom of this ditch great ditch you see a small pond with one tree and a and some flowers and reeds and a small collection of rocks that seem to make a an opening and then your eyes clear and you see that it is burnt tree is dead and charred and the flowers are gone the water's dried up and laying there are two bodies you can't quite tell what the things are but they are lying there unmistakably dead and on the far side of this scene you see a similar creature alive uh, and watching this scene and it begins to weep you realize it's really just continuing to weep what do you do I want to go and hug it you can go and hug it (laughs) what do you do what does your soul beg you to do uh, to try and ease this creature's pain. Mm. Are the bodies dead or are they sleeping? Definitely oh, dead. So dead. They're so dead. <laughs> As a consummate adventurer, you know death. <laughs> I know death. As a person that's been to the port of the dead, you know death. And this is dead. Um... So you, you said you wished to go to it. Mm. Red. See if we can help it. You walk towards this thing. Whereas what you saw was this hard to discern, unfamiliar blackness of bone and dark feather and dirty quill. The thing in front of you is more 
colorful. Its feathers are more fluffy and it seems to have long wisps of hair. Uh, it is plump and has a it's unfamiliar in a different way the other thing was unfamiliar and terrifying it was the fear of the unknown this thing elicits the excitement of the unknown in you the beauty of a new sight and brings with it the sadness that whatever found this site before you felt the need to destroy it. As you step closer to whatever this thing is, what do you do? Hug it. Hmm? Marigold takes the creature and hugs it. Bring it in. Group hug. Yeah, mm. group hug. Group hug. Yeah? Uh, Marigold will say as they're hugging it, um, we sorrow for your loss. Mm. And do you follow suit? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Delarwin uh, joins as well. Uh, you're all holding this thing and after a time it stops weeping and looks to the three of you tired from your journey and hungry from your travel inland and it sort of nods And it goes to find you food. Aww, a friend made a friend. Uh, and it, it shows you where to find food and water, and it leads you out of this hole. And uh, and after a time, you move on from this place, uh, and this thing travels with you. A friend. a friend. Mothering you. A friend. Uh, and that is all I can see of this journey. Would you consider that fortune? Yes. I would consider Love? that quite fortunate. Yes. Did you see this as an adventure? Yes. Yes. Well, then I have a question. Will you, having seen the events that will uh, unfold, will you still undertake this journey? Yes. Yes. I think we have to. Team! <laughs> May you fare just as well or better than I have foretold. And so that is Oracle. Oh yeah! Nice what? work, team. Rowena, this is your second time playing Oracle. What did you? Well, third technically. What did you think? Um, 
It's very different playing it with someone else, mm. uh, with uh, two uh, travellers. Uh, I think that it works just as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I it would be... I still found it, like, really fun. But it's, it's, it's a bit easier because you've got someone else to sort of bounce the improv yeah, off. Yeah, I was going to say, I would feel... I feel, personally, for me, I would find it a lot more difficult to learn because I wouldn't have someone to fill in my blanks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I definitely think it is better as a uh, as a more than two person game, but uh, but it it can very well it, be done. Yeah. It works with two people. I definitely think it is better. It's better with I mean, more than yeah. two. So success. Um. Yeah, like when when it's uh, when it's just one player and the and the uh, the oracle. Um, there's a lot more. Uh, improv on on um, the the players part hmm. that's that's required and, and adapting and just like going okay I'm I'm just go- I'm I'm going to do this. Whereas if you if you add another person into the mix, you've got a whole another aspect to the story, a whole new um, motivation for the story, and a lot more that can be brought to the tale. Hmm. Um, what did you think? It was well. your first time. I thought it was good. I liked the, uh, I liked the suggestions and Mm. how they could be interpreted differently. I can see, like, you could get the same things and make completely different things. So, Rowena, uh, we saw a couple of cards in that one that Rowena and I had on the last recording, Mm -hmm. which the main one that we saw twice that time was, um... Flesh without soul. Yeah, flesh without spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, last time, there was like a big, burly, badgery thing with bone stumps, and this time it was big ass lobster. <laughs> but I thought he was the orbit. <laughs> yeah, and the the story that I was telling um, of Alan, the thing on Alan's hands was just what happened at the end. It was just <laughs> Rowena's last game because mm. um, I, I got halfway through that scene I'm like why did I say it's a book why did I say she's named after a book now I've got to think of a book and I, the whole time I'm like I need to think of a name but I also need to keep thinking of fucking words for my, her to say my book and so I never got to actually thinking of the name of the book um, and then I'm like I'll just I'll, I'll just do the, I'll just tell the story of the last game we played that'll work good old, good old Llewellyn <laughs> I'm like, God. Paul Llewellyn. I knew that I wanted, like, uh, the spirit to come from whatever your conversation was, but I didn't know what it was going to be. And then I'm like, oh, well, I mean, now it's the dude that Rowena killed, I guess. Well, he turned into bugs. <laughs> yes, he didn't turn into bugs this time, but he I did. He turned into bugs. Yeah. What, I, what do you expect me to do with that except, like, yeah. kill fire? I definitely, one of the things that I most like about this game, and I think is my favourite way to play the Oracle, is when you ask people what they are hoping to find at the journey, being you're like, ah, yes, I'm going to give you it. But I'm going to give you it in a weird way. Like last time with Rowena wanting, like, knowledge. And I was like... Secrets. Yeah, I was like, I'll give you knowledge and secrets, but it's going to be, like, about yourself. Look... 
that was a good summer camel. <laughs> and in this one, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give you love, and I'm going to give you a little bit of romance love, but I'm also going to like give you friendship. Yeah, friendship. Friendship. I know how much Caitlin likes to say. Maybe it do, does, doesn't have to be romantic love. Maybe the real Sorry. friends were the friends we friended on the way. Yeah. Made a lot of friends. I would just like to say that mm. the last game that we played, I also made a friend. <laughs> Yeah, you like making friends. I like making friends. <laughs> Look, Look, more I'm, games need making friends mechanics. I'm pretty happy with how Fish turned out. Fish. <laughs> I, I tried to play it straight, and I'm I did sorry. a pretty damn good you, job. You did. I'm sorry. I was trying to think, and I'm just like, the sea. Fish. <laughs> You're going to hit me with a Fish. <laughs> I was like, oh no, you're saying fish, drag it out. Makes it better, maybe. Just add more <laughs> syllables of the same <laughs> syllable. My brother's just like, fish from the sea. Fish. The great god fish. Look, I really like the great god fish. Yeah, I'm here for fish. Him fish food. Oh, oh god. Precious, angry god. Fish. Wait, that wasn't in there. Because was people mispronounce his name as fish. And it's not fish, it's fish. <laughs> yep, true. Cool. What is it? So, but you liked it though? Yeah. I know that um, improv fun. heavy stuff is sometimes difficult for you, so I wasn't sure if you'd like it. You did really I well. Thought you did really nice well. work, buddy. I, I tried to make it clear that, like, I didn't. I wanted you to feel comfortable taking as much time to answer as possible. Um, that, so that was I hope hard. that I created that space for you because I have the ability to truncate silences so it'll appear like you took like a second <laughs> <laughs> like, take as long as you want the magic of technology the magic of technology <laughs> although it might not actually register as silence because of the air conditioner but we'll see how we go either way I will edit it so it'll appear like you took like a second or two see they're listening now they're like what's he talking about it did take a second or two <laughs> It's like, yeah, because I edited it, probably, maybe. <laughs> Potentially. Actually, I have to edit it because I have to edit out the phone call. Ah, yes. yes. I pause during that, but it, I don't want to have your ringtone on, on my thing. Uh, but yes, I really like that, and I hope that you enjoyed that playing it. If you listening would like to uh, get a copy of this game, it is made by the wonderful Ash McCallum. Um, who is an Australian game designer. She is based in... It doesn't actually matter where she's based. The point is she's Australian. Um, and you can find uh, more of her games over uh, at her itch.io store. Um, this game is called Oracle. Uh, it is really cool. Uh, and yeah, I just printed the cards out at Officeworks. Uh, mm. Next time I print them, I'm going to print them on a thicker, car- a higher GSM cardstock. Just put them in some card sleeves. I could just put them in card sleeves, but then I have to buy card sleeves, which is probably a similar cost to getting them printed on okay. 300 GSM. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see how we go. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool game. Um, they ju- uh, Ash just actually released an update to the formatting that makes it easier to print off. Uh, so go check that out. And while you're on itch, maybe also check out our game. Uh, I have a game up on there that I made with Finn, uh, who is another regular on the show. Um, and yeah, so go check out our game, Erotia. Uh, you can also find a link to our store at the top 
of our main website, insertquesthere.com. Uh, but uh, thank you both for playing. No problem, it was fun. Yeah, yeah cool. We should do more weird fortune-telling <laughs> games. We should play Quarant when we get quarant. Yes. And we play my weird tarot game when we have my weird tarot game. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, so thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoyed. Uh, farewell from the past. I'm Ray.